Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello everyone, Charles Watts here. Welcome to another edition of Inside Arsenal. It is Friday, it's the end of the week and annoyingly, Arsenal are not playing this weekend. Second weekend of the Premier League season and already we're facing up to a weekend without Arsenal. They do of course play on Monday night going away to Crystal Palace but still just feels a bit wrong. Second weekend of the season and we're going to have to go through a whole weekend, Saturday or Sunday, watching everyone else and waiting for Arsenal with that tricky looking away visit to Palace on Monday. Now, I'll talk about that a little bit later on in this video. Got plenty to discuss today. I wanted to take a bit of a look at the Arsenal squad to start things off and the players that need to go in the issues that could fester should Arsenal not kick into gear in the next couple of weeks and get some players out of the door. We'll have a look at friendly that Arsenal played yesterday against Luton behind closed doors. Couple of goals for Leandro Trossard. In that one, the new away kit, oh no, sorry, the new third kit is out today. Should be the away kit because it's miles nicer. That has come out today as well. So there's lots to talk about. Of course, got some questions from you guys as well. So we will get going. Got to start, of course, with the usual plug now. We're less than two weeks away, 13 nights, in fact, until the book launch. Um, you can pre-order the book, of course. Find that in the description below. The, as usual, the link I'm putting in to the pre-order page. And then the big book launch night at the Tollington in 13 nights time on August the 31st with Gunnerblog. If you watched yesterday's video with James, uh, we announced then he's going to be one of the special guests joining me for the Q&A and the conversation type part of the night, which I'm really looking forward to. So please do come down, join in a good evening of Arsenal chat, Arsenal debate. We'll sort of start things off, have a little bit of a chat about Arsenal, Arteta, and then we'll throw it open to the audience Get your questions in and do join in the debate. So really looking forward to that. 13 nights away now. So please do get yourselves down to North London if you can. Right. 
If you're watching this on YouTube, you can see the Arsenal squad in front of you at the moment. The current playing list that Arsenal have listed on the website of the squad. And you just look at that and it is too big. Absolutely too big. Arsenal need to act and they need to get some players out over the next couple of weeks. Of course, they are trying. They've been trying all summer, but they have not had too much success yet. A few Few players have got out, but not too much success yet. And plenty of work does need to be done. They've done a lot of good stuff in the transfer market when it comes to bringing players in. They've improved the squad. Obviously, the injury to Urien Timber is a massive, massive blow. And we'll wait to see if Arsenal do react to that injury by uh, dipping back into the market to uh, to look at some new players. But when you look at this list in front of me, again, if you're watching this on YouTube, there are some players there that need to go out. I'll just go through some of them. I mean, it sounds like Alex Runison could well be on his way to Cardiff. So that's one of the two goalkeepers gone. Arthur Okonkwo is, uh, is a keeper who uh, could well go out between now and the end of the window. David Raya is not listed on that. So I think if Arsenal go into the season with Ramsdale, Raya and Hines, they're top as them sort of three keepers. I think that's fine. But then you look at that defence, Rob Holding, Cedric Suarez, Nuno Tavares, three players that just I th- need to go, I would say. I mean, holding the injury to Timber maybe makes you sort of think, could Arsenal keep holding for another season just in case? Um, I'm not sure. I think if a good offer comes in for Rob Holding, um, then he could still go. The addition of Declan Rice, you could potentially play Declan Rice as another centre-back if you need to. Um, so I wouldn't say the injury to Timber means definitely that Rob Holding should stay. But I mean, Nuno Tavares needs to go. You know, Arsenal are hoping to get a deal done with Nottingham Forest for Tavares. We'll wait and see if that materialises. Cedric Suarez, um, he is looking for a move, from my understanding. Uh, it hasn't happened yet. Um, and we wait to see if it does. But, you know, it's just having a big squad is just not ideal. It doesn't work. It can cause problems. You know, Arsenal did a lot of work last season to reduce the numbers of the squad to make it more manageable. And they really benefited from that. Previous couple of years before that, they suffered because they had too many players in the squad. When you have too many players, you get unhappy players. Of course you do. It's human nature. They're not playing. Um, They want to play. They're not playing. And they get unhappy. I don't think they necessarily go out to... Well, some do, but most of them don't necessarily go out to cause problems, you know, on purpose. But just from the the way things go, like I said, human nature of not playing, you start to feel a bit unhappy. Whispers start to happen behind the scenes. You know, why is he getting ahead of me? Why is he getting ahead of me? Division can can come out of it. I mean, look at Chelsea last season with that, I don't know, 7,000 players they had in their squad. <laughs> Did not work and it caused problems. They've spoken about it. You know, some players had to get changed outside the change room because there was too many. There wasn't enough room for them in the change room. Now, Arsenal aren't quite there yet, but they do definitely need to whittle down that squad. I talked about the defenders there. And then you look in the midfield as well. Um, Sambi Lakonga, of course, another player who, you know, there's just no point keeping around. They need to try and find a way to get um, Lakonga out. Nicolas Pepe. <laughs> Has anyone seen Nicolas Pepe? Where is Nicolas Pepe? If you're watching this, Nicolas, please do tell us where you are and what you are doing at the moment while you're taking home £140,000 a week. It would be nice to know. Um, he's another one, you know, following Balogun, that needs to be resolved. So, you know, Arsenal got a lot of work. We've got, we've got what, two weeks today? I think it is. Yeah, it's two weeks today the transfer window shuts. September the 1st, Friday, September the 1st. Busy, busy time for Edu now, um, between now and then. You kind of look at how it all started off this summer. And I think we were all focusing on 
obviously your focus on incomings you want to see who comes in that's the exciting part of it but I think uh, you know a big interesting part of this transfer window was the work Edu could do shifting these players on now Kieran Tierney I haven't even spoke about him yet of course and it's sort of you kind of look at Tierney now Newcastle seem to be getting Lewis Hall from Chelsea that's another window shut for Kieran Tierney what does happen with him you know a player who's valued at a high value who Arsenal if you're not going to use him, you really need, do need to sell to bring some money in. And Arsenal have been out, unable to do that now. Again, Lekonga as well, Balogun, Tierney, those three players, Tavares, four players there. You've got potentially £100 million worth of talent of players there that you could shift on and bring some money in. And you've not quite been able to do it yet. So, you know, a lot of eyes are going to be on Edu over the next couple of weeks. And I think as well as the eyes on him and, the rep, you know, how his reputation will be viewed when it comes to selling players, which is not high at the moment, um, if he got this summer right, I think he could certainly have a much better reputation for that. It hasn't happened yet, so we wait and see. But So that's an important side of him. But I just think from a squad point of view as well, it's really, really important just to get the numbers down to a more manageable number for Mikel Arteta to use to ensure that the squad stays happy, that he can give minutes to all the players who are there. It just doesn't leave this sort of group of players on the outside who can just end up causing problems for anyone. I think it's really, really important. Let me know what you guys think. You know, on the work Arsenal have done so far on on outgoings, have you been impressed? Have you been underwhelmed? Are you like me thinking that the next two weeks are going to be really, really important to forming that kind of assessment of the work that Edu has done over the summer transfer window? Okay, on to yesterday's game. If you haven't seen it yet, Arsenal played Luton Town in a friendly behind closed doors at London Colney. Both teams, of course, not in action this weekend. Arsenal wait until Monday night. Luton were due to play at home to Burnley, but because their stadium's not ready yet to meet Premier League requirements, that game was called off. Luton tried to have it switched to play at Burnley. Burnley didn't agree to it, so the game was called off. So they haven't got a match this weekend in the Premier League. So the two teams met at uh, London Colney yesterday. They played it over sort of three half an hour game so that's how they got to the 90 minutes um Arsenal won 3-0 Leandro Trossard scored twice because Saka scored the other goal so it was a good run out for Arsenal Mikel used a lot of players just to get some minutes into them the good key things from that Alexander Zinchenko played um which is very very important and I think Zinchenko starts on Monday night providing nothing happens injury-wise between now and then. He has no setbacks. I think Zinchenko starts against Crystal Palace on Monday night. I'd be very surprised if he doesn't. The fact he got some minutes here was really, really important. We've seen Mikel Arteta throw Zinchenko straight into action as soon as he fit because Arteta thinks Zinchenko is massively important to how this Arsenal team plays. Of course, with Timber's injury now as well, there are, you know, he's got to do something different at left-back to what he did against Nottingham Forest. He does have Tommy Asu. Um, he does have Tierney. Of course, even as Kivior, but I think if Zinchenko is fit and deemed fit, I think Zinchenko plays. I think it's really important that he got some minutes in that friendly yesterday. Um, David Raya got 60 minutes as well, so he got more than Aaron Ramsdale. Whether that's a sign of things to come, we'll have to wait and see. I think personally, I doubt you, I don't think you can read too much into that. I think it's probably this is his first chance to get some game time for Arsenal, and um, Mikel just wanted to give him more minutes so he has more time to adjust and to learn in terms of what he's going to be playing with and the way that Arsenal operate and play defensively. So I wouldn't read too much into the fact that Raya got 60 minutes and, uh, and and more than Ramsdale. I still think Ramsdale starts against Palace on Monday night. I'd be surprised, very surprised, in fact, if Raya gets a nod in the Premier League straight away. More rumours about um, following Balogun and Spurs. This is an interesting one. 
I've talked about it a little bit in videos before. Now, if you, if you haven't seen it, Team News and Ticks on Twitter, on Instagram, fantastic account. Uh, really knows his stuff. You know, you get some really good inside stories as well. Um, you know, definitely absolutely worth a follow. If you don't follow him yet, find him out on Instagram on a, and on Twitter. He's absolutely worth a follow. Really, really good account uh, for news. And he reported yesterday that Tottenham have, you know, made an inquiry for Foller and Balogun. It's just a really interesting one. I spoke about it a little bit on my video with James yesterday about how you would feel if Balogun went to Spurs. Personally, I, I, I can't see it. I wouldn't, I don't, I don't know. I was going to say I can't see it happening or it won't happen. You can never say never in football. And you know, I wouldn't be, I, the, I don't like the idea of Arsenal doing business with Spurs just because it's Spurs. And the fear of a player going there, doing really well and coming back to haunt Arsenal is, you know, is a very real fear. And Balogun has got all the attributes and the potential to be a player like that who could go, be a big success and come back to haunt Arsenal. Um, obviously, this is all hypothetical at the moment. We we'll wait to see if that inquiry turns into anything more concrete. We know there are other teams in for Balogun as, at the moment, um, Monaco being one of them. But I, I wouldn't. I don't think if Balogun went to Spurs, I wouldn't feel utterly. I wouldn't feel distraught. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be Ashley Cole going to Chelsea type uh, hurt by it or disappointed by it. You know, Ashley Cole was first team a key player huge player and invincible and then going to Chelsea the way he did you know it was just it was so painful for Arsenal fans at the time I wouldn't have that feeling with Balogun because I just don't really have a I haven't been able to build up a rapport with him as a fan for for a player because we just haven't seen him enough he obviously he's a talented player he's got potential we want to see him we've wanted to see him get a bit more game time at Arsenal it hasn't happened um I'd much rather see him go to Monaco of course but if Tottenham bid 50 million for Balogun and Monaco bid 35 million. I think the way we are and the way football now operates and Premier League clubs operate between one and the other, you know, making sales, which a few years ago you'd never thought happened, but now they do happen. Arsenal signed Jesus and Zinchenko from Manchester City. Arsenal signed Havers from Chelsea. You know, we're seeing these deals. Man City signed uh, Kovacic from Chelsea. It just happens now because the Premier League is where the money is and they are the clubs that can afford to buy the players at the price that other Premier League players want. So I could, you know, if it does happen, and obviously we're way off that at the moment, but if it does happen, I don't think I'd be absolutely distraught by it. I would definitely be fearful that it would come back to buy Arsenal, but I don't think I'd be absolutely distraught. And I'd love to know your guys' thoughts on that. If Balogun does end up going to Spurs, and again, it's all hypothetical, we're way off that at the moment, but if it does happen, how would you feel about it? Should Arsenal entertain it if a bid comes in from Tottenham, a decent bid comes in from Tottenham, or should they just say, no, you're Spurs, you are not having him, we're going to sell to anyone but you? Let me know in the comments below. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, Theo Walcott has announced his retirement this morning. I felt I had to speak about Theo Walcott. Actually, someone, who, who is it? Here he is. Jason says, Walcott just announced his retirement. And Charles, you need to do something about it. He's absolutely one of us. And as I mentioned, on another, another note, Cazorla just signed with Roa Oviedo at 38 when he was written off as a croc. Um, when Arsenal was asked them to quit release him. I'll talk about Theo Walcott first. What a career. What a brilliant player for Arsenal. He's part of the 100 club. One of a you know, select handful of players to score 100 goals for Arsenal. Spent 12 years at the club. Um, you know, scored over 100 goals as a winger. I think he gets a lot. He doesn't get the credit he deserves, Theo Walcott, for the career he had. I think because of the way it started as a teenager, as a 16-year-old, suddenly getting this big move to Arsenal and then ridiculously getting selected by Sven-Goran Eriksson for the England squad in the 2006 World Cup. He just had this expectation put on him that he was going to be a Messi or a Ronaldo. And it was really difficult for him to live up to that reputation. But I think he had a fantastic career. You know, 100-odd goals for Arsenal. Won two FA Cups. I mean, you could say won three FA Cups. He didn't play a part in 2014. He only played a part in the Spurs game where he got injured, did that famous 2-0 celebration, which if you watch on YouTube now, you can see on the screen. That was in the third round. So he played about, I think he played about 40 minutes of that FA Cup campaign. So technically he didn't get a medal. So did he win two FA Cups or three? I'm going to give him three because I'm being nice and he's Theo Walcott. But he's had a great career. He scored some Really good goals. The the first goal in the FA Cup final against Aston Villa the following year was just a brilliant moment for him, having missed the final the previous year, to score that goal. I love it as well. The finish, the yellow behind him at Wembley, of the fans just going absolutely crazy. It was such a good goal. Um, he scored some really big goals as well. He loved the goal against Spurs in the North London derby. Uh, such a nice guy and, you know, happy retirement, Theo. I hope whatever you choose to do next, and I'm sure there's going to be lots of opportunities for him especially in the media he's already started doing some of that you know I think I I really hope he has a fantastic retirement and I hope Arsenal do something for him as well maybe bring him out as a special guest in the next few weeks to uh, get the sort of plaudits he deserves from the Emirates crowd because fantastic player who I loved watching who gave me some brilliant times as a fan and uh, yeah happy retirement Theo Walcott on Kozola actually as well yeah fantastic great to see him 38 what a player everything he's gone through those horrendous years when you know it looked at a time he might even lose his leg or his ankle to come back and to still be playing at 38 and I love the move as well he's gone to Oviedo where he came through as a youngster he's taken the bare minimum payment that he possibly can to do it as well he's given up um I think like his image rights as long as 10% of something goes to Oviedo you know just what a player fantastic player did Arsenal release him too soon I don't think so I think given what he was going through given the injuries you know I think you know it would be a huge risk to give him a new contract and I think what Arsenal did by letting him go has allowed him to build his career away from the demands of the Premier League and um, so I don't think Arsenal really made a mistake I just wish I hope we get one more chance to see Santi as a player doing you know bring him back play him in an Emirates Cup or something because he just didn't get the send-off that he deserved from Arsenal but I really hope he does well at Oviedo uh oh flip through that one okay yeah quickly onto the Arsenal away kit if you haven't seen it yet there is sorry the third kit it's on the screen if you're watching this on YouTube the green and blue kit that has been revealed and well not revealed we've all seen it for ages but it's been 
released today. Much nicer than the Abomination of the Away kit. Um, I really hope Arsenal play in this one a lot more than they play in the away kit. I doubt they will, but I do like it. I have to say my kids already want it, so I'm going to be ordering that for them. If you do want to order it, then get over to arsenal.com because you can do it now. It is on sale or at the Armoury as well. Okay, on to some questions and some comments now. And I wanted to start on this one from Ditter Dude, who says, maybe it's just me, but I kind of like the 15, 20-minute daily uploads instead of the longer videos. Now, you're not the only person who's said this. And it's got me thinking, so I wanted to talk about it a little bit. Um, it has got me thinking. Of course, this week I've done two longer videos. The, the big one with James yesterday, which was about 55 minutes, James um, McNicholas, Gunner Blog. And I did one on Tuesday with James Benj, which is going to be a new weekly show that I'm doing with James. That was longer, not as long as the one with Gunner Blog, but you know, sort of around half an hour mark. Um, and a few of you have been talking about this, and it's made me think, because I understand, you know, YouTube is not a place where you really want to sit and watch long videos a lot of the time. You much rather have the shorter ones. And um, and it's got me thinking a bit. And I've been thinking about it quite a bit. You know, what can I do? Because I don't want to annoy, you know, you guys are so important to me. I've just hit the 90,000 subscriber mark today, which is great. And I love it. And it's just, thank you so much for the support you give me on this channel. And, you know, I want to listen to what you guys say in terms of how the channel grows and how I continue to to run it. And, you know, it's taken the move that I've done recently, the more effort I'm putting into this channel, it's obviously taken a lot longer to do stuff, to upload videos, especially with the, with the longer format stuff. So I think what I might do, or I'm probably going to do, I'm probably going to open and create a Patreon account, um, which will be linked to this channel. And so this channel will remain as it has been, you know, the free channel as it has been with the usual short videos. The one with James on a Tuesday or around the Tuesday, James Bench, that is going to go out on this channel as well. But I think the more longer form videos that I do, like the one I did with James McNicholas yesterday, Gunner Blog, and any sort of long interview type things I do, I think I might put those behind the Patreon account. And, you know, if you really want, if that's the sort of videos you want to see and you want to commit to seeing, um, then, you know, sign up to the Patreon. I, I'm, I haven't, given it too much thought yeah you know it's not gonna be hugely expensive maybe like five pound a month or something like that and i'll commit to giving you those sort of longer format videos that if you want to pay for and commit to being able to watch and wanting to watch then you sh you wouldn't mind sitting in and watching the longer form videos so i think that's what's going to happen so watch this space but let me know what you guys think in the comment below anyway if you would if i do set up a patreon will you would it be something you'd support would you you know would you pay for it it'd be interesting to gauge your opinion on that because I just, I really want to make sure that this channel continues, that you all like it and that I don't start doing too much long stuff that just turns you off a little bit. So uh, yeah, thanks for your comment there, Ditterdo. Uh I'll just rattle through the last couple now. Uh, do you not think with the potential departures of Jorginho and Elneny next year, along with Thomas only having one year left on these deals um, and no talks and extension, there could be a pathway for Charlie Patino into the first team. I feel as though surely... If there really was no way that Mikel sees him becoming part of the team, you have to facilitate a sale now rather than allow him into the final year of his contract. For what reason? Um, as all it does is depreciate his value. Yeah, I mean, it's a good point. Look, Char it's up to Charlie now, I think. He's got a good opportunity at a club in the championship that play good football, that suit his style of play. From what I understand, he is going to play more as an attacking number eight here. Played a bit more as a six at times with Blackpool last season. Um, with Swansea, he's going to play more as an eight. And... He's got a real opportunity to impress if he has a fantastic season uh, for Swansea and really sort of, you know, continues the excellent season or the good season he had with Blackpool. Then, um, you know, 
Arsenal are going to definitely reassess things. They've given themselves more time now with this decision to send him out on loan rather than to sell. They've given themselves more time to make an assessment. And if, like you say, El Nenny, Jorginho potentially go next year, then maybe there is more of a pathway for him. So I think everyone's just going to watch now what happens with Charlie this season, see how he takes this opportunity at Swansea, and then a decision will be made at the uh, end of the season. And I'm, I'm happy with that. I think it's a good it's a good move for all parties. Um, here's one from Paul, and I just wanted to mention it. He said, could it be, Charles, that many of your followers are from abroad, so that might excuse them for not popping to the book launch. I am one of those listening to you. Um, is one of the very few ways I keep in touch with all things Arsenal. Thank you for that. Well, thank you, Paul, very much for watching. And yes, I absolutely get your point. Of course, so many of you won't be able to make the book launch because so many of you watch from around the world. And I love that when I do my live shows and you all say where you're from. It's brilliant. I love being able to connect the Arsenal sort of fan base around the world. So 100%, I understand that lots of you won't be able to make it. Um, and I might look into seeing if I can do some sort of live stream from it so you can watch um, especially the q and I need to work out how I would be able to do that and technically whether I'd be able to do that. But if I can, then I w- it was something I'll look into doing. So keep your eyes peeled for that. But look, Paul, thank you very much for your support. And uh, yeah, I do hope you keep watching. So thank you very much for that. All right, that's it from me, everyone. Thank you very much for watching. Appreciate your time. As always, have a very good start to your weekend, wherever you are around the world. And I'll speak to you very, very soon. 